Do it. I thought you were doing it. No, you're doing it. You're always doing it. It's your turn. Tag. Uh, hello to the everyone and to the welcome welcome to the Geeks Are Wired podcast where we talk about you know the video games, the TVs, the technology, the comic books, and the you know Internet of Things. I'm uh, I'm an Anthony, and I'm, there's a, there's a Bill. I'm a Bill. There, yeah, he's the Bill. And uh, if you'd like to uh, contact us, you can do so at uh, geeksarewired at gmail dot com if you want to do the email. Um, if you'd like to, you know, talk or text, you can do that at 801-896-4335 or 801-896-GEEK. And you can also support us on Patreon if you'd like to. It would help us out a lot. You can, uh, if you do that, you can get the podcast early. And where do they do that at? Uh, Patreon.com slash geeks are wired. Yay. Yay. What are we talking about? Coins, what kind of coins. Well, actually, I want no. I should probably actually before we talk about coins, no I want coins? to talk about the thing that is not forever. Love diamonds. Windows ten. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's forever in that it'll be around forever, probably just like people are running Windows seven or Windows XP still. Or ninety five. Or 3.x or DOS. Usually, the people that are running 95 or 98 are more for enthusiasts, though. Usually. Well, you did say forever. Ever, ever. And then you also have some people who are running, who are running XP because they have software that won't run on anything else, and they're usually disconnected from the internet. Yeah. They're very, very, very isolated as much as they can be. Hey, DOS is free right now, so. I mean, you can also get free DOS. And it basically does the same thing. So I'm get, sure there's some compatibility issues, but... So you get free DOS or you get DOS for free? Yes. Okay. There's also DOS Box. Ah. Which will do a lot of it. But it's bas- it's just emulation, so... Yeah, there's a Windows 11 now. Even though that Microsoft said Windows 10 was Windows 10 forever. The last number ever, 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 ever. But Windows 11 will be a free upgrade if your PC can run it. Correct. Which apparently Microsoft hasn't been able to come up with a rhyme or reason on why some things are supported and some aren't, from what I've been hearing. haven't read too much into it. Correct. Do you know more? Some of it is... I know some of it is that like a uh, TPM module or something. Mm-hmm. TPM, I think is what it actually is. Trusted platform module. Like you have to have one, I think to run Windows 11. And there's also issues why with Intel chips, why you have to have newer Intel chips versus how new. Is it like an instruction set that the newer ones have that the older ones don't? think they were saying Gen 7 is, uh, is making the cut while Gen 8 does it better. Oh, virtualization it, technology. And AMD just does it better. So this is this is the point where AMD works better with Windows than Intel does. It's because AMD was trying to like, so virtualization with Intel 
they kind of tried to like if you got a lower gen or a lower model uh processor they would hold out on some features mm. usually not a lot but i think a lot of it was hardware uh, virtualization which is what they're talking about here and it get, i think it looks like ele- windows 11 is using that for security purposes which kind of makes sense to a point because you can basically like wall off stuff if you have access to that kind of thing mm-hmm. so you can basically essentially run it in a sandbox which they've been able to do that for a while now but it's not like it's just been like not been a true sandbox. Basically, all Windows has been able to do in the past is just be like, "Hey, if you need admin privileges, the user has to approve it." Whereas I think with this, they'll be able to be like, "Hey, you have this memory address, and you get these resources. That's and that that's it. You need more, you gotta ask for it." Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's what they're doing because on Mac they do that like a. Uh, Heck, terminal, which is the command prompt basically for Mac. If you want it, I had to actually give it access to my user folder. Like whenever I CD'd into it, like change directory into it, it was like, mm. came up with a pop-up. It was like, hey, would you like to give this program access to this folder? Ah. And then I eventually got tired of doing that and I went into the settings and just gave it access to everything. Because that's a, what that app is supposed to do. So it made sense for that. Nice. But, yeah, what else were you saying for this? So, the apparently, they're going to start le- uh, releasing it in October. They got betas out right now. Yeah. That you can actually run. And if they can prove that the Gen 6 is a work, they'll let Gen 6 Intels get it as well. But they're checking. So, that's part of your thing of what is the rhyme or reason they're figuring it out. Which is the other reason. Feels like they should have known that before, but. Yeah. And that, well, also if you go to their website, like, check to see if it works. Coming soon. Why? Because they don't know yet. And since it's going to be a free upgrade, those let everyone deal with it in October. Yeah, they also, uh, the I think the people who run the beta right now, there's like a little compatibility thing that gets ran. Mm-hmm. I think that crashes on some computers still. Oh, awesome. Like it'll blue screen your computer. Allegedly. That reminds me, I forgot to check what version I have. Of Windows? No, Intel. I think I have an Intel chip. You do. Because AMD, like when you bought your laptop, there were very few AMD, like yeah. good AMD like gaming laptops at least. They they existed, but they were harder to find. Um, which version it is? I'm gonna have to go dig. You more just than uh, I want to. copy it. Copy that processor. Oh, that'll work too. And then uh, I'd paste it in like notepad and then just grab the model because you're gonna look for okay. I'm gonna look for all of it. Yeah, that didn't work for you, did it? <laughs> but you can copy the thing there. You're saying I would just copy the i7 97 blah 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 H thing that you have there. Yeah, that'll work. Copy that and just look for it. Why right, you just click search? Still confused. I'll just click on that top one. Is it? Yeah. This seems like a lot of work. I mean, 
You're not wrong, but there should be a generation on there somewhere. Generation. The point of the matter oh, is, though, ninth. is that people don't know what generation of processor they have because Intel doesn't really make that easy to find out unless you look it up. Though I think that uh, what was your model again? The, yeah, no, that's. I think it's in the number. Like I think it's i seven and then dash and then I think the nine is the gen right mm-hmm. there. I was thinking that too, but I'm not positive. I know I'm not willing to like go. Yeah, but good news, I can upgrade to Windows eleven one day. Maybe for freezing. Maybe it said that six seven was making the cut. That eight was better. That means nine is even better. I'm not. That's just the processor. You could have something. Do you have a TPM module? You probably do, actually, because I think you have EFI, and I'm pretty sure anything that has EFI does it. But you know, I don't know if I have a TPS report. TPM. <laughs> What's TPS? Ticks per second. This is a TPS report. Yeah, ticks per second. Means you have to come in on Sundays and work. Is that a thing for your work? No, it's office space. Oh, the movie. Mm. I don't think I watched that. (gasps) I I I get that reaction a lot on stuff. I don't care anymore. I feel like somebody's gonna talk about that. Oh, probably. It's whatever. (laughs) My form of entertainment is mostly like not even in this area of the world anymore well actually it is but it's very far removed i'm not your standard well maybe i am now these days <laughs> i'm a hermit you're a, a young millennial i wouldn't say young well you're not a geriatric millennial like me that's fair <laughs> maybe i am on the later side of the millennial i think i am you're almost a Z. When does Z start? Estimately 2000. I'm eight years off from that. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Eight years off. Math. Math. So. Got the maths. Yes. This, I'm hoping they also get this resolved because unless the chip issue gets re- resolved by October, all this is going to do is add to the issues. Well, oh, it's just going to be, it's going to add to the issues anyways. I guess if Windows can't reliably update Windows 10 as it is right now, yeah, they haven't been true. able to do that since it came out. True. And they've had like five years. Six, actually, I think. Because I think it came out in 2015. Something like that. Been a while, but. Yeah. And I, I forgot, I'm usually one of the first people to jump on this actually i was kind of looking at ways to get into the beta testing but i was going like if you get into the beta testing don't uh, use my no you can use it but you put it in like a do you uh what version of windows do you have is it home or 10 i think it's home or i meant pro home or i knew you meant that's what i said if you don't okay if you have pro then you could i would enable hyper-v and use that if you don't then like i don't know put it on well, I'd say put it on an older laptop, but you can't because it probably won't run it. That's a good question. I might have a 7. Actually, I might have a. I might have one that's on the cusp with a Gen 7 chip in it. Also, your uh, no. old desktop probably would work too. I think my old desktop's an AMD. 
And I think my old laptop's an AMD also. Well, your old desktop would probably run it. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I have an old APU, like a APU A10 or whatever, that was slow with Windows 8, which is what it came with. <laughs> yeah. And it was even slower with Windows 10 until you put an SSD in it, which is just mind-boggling. But... Yeah, Windows 11 is the new Windows 10. I wonder if they did that because of Mac. Because <laughs> Mac went from 10 to 11, finally. Because eh. Microsoft was on the bandwagon of 10 is the last yeah. edition. They have also been sick and tired of doing these micro-updates. And this They're way, still going to be doing micro-updates. Well, this way they may be able to get that connection because windows 10 they had made so much with it that any miniature version of it for like netbooks or small or tablets or you know teeny tiny computers was always this like really bad version of windows 10 while the with the windows 11 they may be able to do a lot more prepping up so it's not so need to power hungry machine to run it properly but will run well on a lot of things i don't know i find that hard to believe yeah like it's like with windows 8 and windows 8.1 they could have just done that just been like hey this is windows 10.1 because it essentially (laughs) is kind of doing the same thing you mean it would have been windows 101 that's terrible no that's exactly what it would have been, no. and that's exactly the jokes that would come out. All right, fine. 10.2. Okay, how about 10.01? Can you make any jokes about that, huh? I don't think they would have named it. I don't know. I'm like, I'm like, uh, I'm thinking. <laughs> the, the 101 was pretty awesome. Or what about Windows X1? Yeah, then people will have really been confused whether you have a Windows machine or an Xbox machine. I mean, people are going to be confused anyways and be like, hey, can this computer run 11? We don't know. <laughs> Try to update and see what happens. Oh, it's bricked. Well, guess you got to get a new one. Yeah. Which is probably what some people will do. Heck, is, I'd probably do that now too, actually. Probably what some people should do. Yeah, that's actually where I probably would do it. I'd be like, well, I need to do one anyways. Bye. Mm-hmm. Even though it's really bad for the environment, but... I know. It's one reason why I don't like to recycle stuff. Like, I like recycling stuff, but like electronics, I usually don't because I'm pretty sure most of the time it's just going to go in a landfill. And I'd rather keep it and actually, you know, still use it from time to time. Mm-hmm. So, have you looked at their website on what the upgrade, what Windows 11 looks like? No, but I've seen videos. They so, put the... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, okay, go ahead. What were you going to say? I was just going to say they put the taskbar stuff in the middle, which a lot of people hate, but when you have an ultra-wide monitor setup like I do, having it way over to the left is just dumb because you got to go, whoop. Well, i got to crane my neck all the way over to the left to access the start menu. That's why you divide your screen up. On your ultra whites, super ultra white. Then you uh, extra divide it. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I'm still gonna have a taskbar over here. Even if you divide it, you got 
a screen here. Like if I divide it in two, because it's basically two 27 inch puts together, mm -hmm. I still have, I'll have a taskbar that's here where I can look a little bit to the right and see it. But then the other one, which I usually like to put my primary one on the left anyways, mm -hmm. because order. I understand. I'm still going to have to crane my neck all the way over there to see it. And I'd rather put the, like, I only put it in dual monitor mode on my windows whenever I'm usually gaming. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I like to have it in just, like, one mode because I can put stuff in the middle easier that way. Uh, like, because there's no bezel now, it doesn't matter, but it just, the snapping works better that way. But, so, and a lot of people hate it. Like, you can fix it. And for a laptop, I can understand why people would rather it be on the left like normal. But for a super ultra wide... Like, if they can put in a mode, like a, a toggle to where, like, if you have an aspect ratio bigger than, like, 16 by 10 or 16 by 9, which is your standard sizes, like, your monitors are probably 16 by 9. 16 by 9 is, like, 1080. Mm -hmm. 16 by 10 is, I think my laptop, my MacBook is actually 16 by 10. And your, it might actually be 16 by 10. What, actually, what is, these might, too, because I think these, I don't think these are 1080. No, they're probably 1440, which is still 1080. I mean, which is still 16 by 9. Well, yeah, just hit, go to your screen. Yeah, uh, no. Wrong one. Yep. <laughs> I know. So I clicked it. And then just take your, uh, I'm pretty sure that's 16 by 9, but you could, if you divide a, a, the height by the width, oh, it's like 2550 by. That didn't click. 2550 by 1440, I think is what it is. Or is it 2560? I can't see from here. 2560. 1.7, which I think is 16 by 9. Oh. I think. I don't know. You're asking a lot of math. 16 divided by 9. Yeah. So you have a 16 by 9. But anyways, if they had like a little toggle that was like, if you have an aspect ratio bigger than this, center the taskbar. If you have it smaller than that then put it left align it i got a better idea what just let me choose you know no, they do let you choose no i mean no not just go oh if it is this just set here just let me i want it on the left i want it on the center i want it on the right i want it you know it's no, the same thing still as let setting... me choose like that's a configurable setting okay it just defaults to the center okay you can move it though. so you're saying it should default to no, what not... is your monitor size well i'm saying that should be an option okay just because I'm sure it's like starting I, to set up. Maybe. But I actually I like having it in the center because I actually have like if I were to connect to my workspace that I have for work, mm -hmm. I have it set up in the center. <laughs> like I have I installed a taskbar, I think it's called Taskbar X, which does that. Ah. Because one, when I got super ultra wide, it was just wait because again, didn't want to crane my neck all the way over to the left to use it. But did you crane your neck all the way to the right to look at all the stuff? No, because most of the time I have my... I usually have like two-thirds of it, my RDP, and then I usually have teams over on the last bit. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, like, about the pop-up stuff. What all about the, it? Don't you have to crane your neck all the way to the right to see all the little task items? You mean the, the things I ignore? Yeah, <laughs> probably. What do you think of the new thing to ignore that they included? I mostly don't notice it because it doesn't show up on my work one because I think it's very out of date, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, and I rarely turn on my Windows computer at home now. 
because it's usually either for gaming or if I need to do stuff that needs a little more RAM than what my MacBook has, which is not often. Uh. So, yeah, I think having the weather there is nice. And if they didn't have it automatically pop up, I think it would just go unused. But at the I, same time... I wish it wouldn't automatically pop up. Because I, yeah. I would even click on the little up arrow, mm-hmm. and that would pop up. I'm like, I literally don't want you right now. Oh, like it, it would pop up because you were close to it? Well, no, just clicking that, just mm-hmm. a little up arrow to get all the tasks that are up and running. It will pop up. I have had it pop the big windows thing up on and me. how it takes another annoying thing is how long it took to load yes like it should not t- like if they're gonna put something there it should not take that long to load mm-hmm. it's like the xbox menu all over again yeah actually like, i'm surprised it still has sports on it i told i actually told uh microsoft i don't like sports i'm not into sports so they want you to be into sports apparently Makes they want money. me to be into the bucks and the hawks Maybe. i don't even know who the Bucks and the Hawks are. It's okay. My Google feed, like if I, you know, the Google app, Mm-mm. that how, if you just open it, it'll come up with a search bar and then a bunch of articles. Yeah. If I go all the way down to the bottom and I click on more stories and if I go all the way down to the bottom of that, usually the last two or three stories are sports. Yeah. I'm okay with that though because it's all the way oh, at the bottom. Okay. All the way at the bottom. And it's nice to keep somewhat updated on it for, I don't know. Like I never click on them, but the art, the the article names are usually enough. Yeah, true. but um, yeah, the look though. Otherwise than that, um, it sounds like they're bringing back Aereo to a point, which is what uh, Vista was known for, the glassy look. Uh. which is what Aereo is, and like that one's just frosted, so it's not as much. But like the screenshot, yeah, I think it's mostly frosted, which I I like to a point. I would hope they can. I imagine they will actually let you adjust the transparency-ness, like the opaqueness, just for accessibility reasons. Because if you have it too opaque, like even me, if it's not too opaque, actually, if it's not opaque enough, it's hard to read stuff. Yeah. Because like when it's just slightly frosted, depending on what's underneath it, it can blend in too much with what's on top, and so you need to frost it more. But that's what this is all doing. I do like the snapping features they've added. Yeah, like a like that's kind of, of just a left, right, and the four corners. There's also a center option. Yeah, which you can do like this one. Uh, by this one, I mean it's a. Uh, I'm pointing at it, but large. Center what it is, is yeah, it's a large center, sides. and then you have two smaller sides. So it's like a. You basically have quarter, quarter, and then um, half in the middle. Mm-hmm. Essentially, I think it's a little more than half. Yeah, that's actually. The one above it is the one I was talking. No, actually, that's just thirds. The one above it is, is is divided into thirds. Yeah. The top center one is you can do the top center one currently, but you have to manually shift it. Once you divide the mm-hmm. your screen to two, you have Which to I hover for- your mouse in the center between them, and then you can drag it over. Yeah, and I forget that's a thing because it'll actually like it puts like a divider there, mm. and if you drag it, it'll actually drag the other one with it. Yep. Which is kind of a cool feature, but and that actually came from like. Windows 8. <laughs> oh, wow. A little bit, but only certain, like, I think only in the Metro apps supported it, which that used to be a thing. Remember? Huh. Yeah. Remember the big, huge calculator? Like, they had two calculator apps. They had oh. a Metro style and a normal style. The Metro style was just huge. I remember that. Yeah. 
And the, the rest of them, like, you know, divide your screen in half, you know, left and right, uh, left and top and bottom, or four corners. You can currently do that. Yeah, I mean, you can do all this, actually, because they do have, Microsoft does have a program called, like, Power Toys, which you can oh. install. That'll let you kind of mimic this. Like, you can put these styles up, like, these different styles, and you can actually make custom ones. And you can either have them show up all the time, or I think I had mine show up if I held down shift. Like, if I was dragging the window and then I held down shift, it mm-hmm. would show up the partitions, right. which I actually prefer. Because with this, I think you have to hover over something to get it to show up. But I'm hoping they make a keyboard shortcut like it currently is. Windows, arrow key. You can do keyboard shortcuts with the quarter one. No, no, no. You, like I said, well, okay, so to the halves, the half and quarter or quarters, you can keyboard shortcut all of that mm-hmm. because as soon as you snap it over to the uh, on the side if you press up or down it'll actually adjust it to the proper spot to the proper corner mm-hmm. so yeah but at that third one that um uh, those those three apps i'm kind of interested on in how they would keyboard shortcut those i don't know that they can i'm worried because that means i'll never use it ever it might show up like if you well, they might have a specific one where you are like, hmm. I know. Well, well, I guess we'll find out how that works. You know what I do hope they fix, though? Hmm. You ever, uh, especially whenever you, you used to, this happened to me all the time when I used to actually go to work and then come home and sometimes remote and to work on something. Yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you would remote in and you'd click on, say, like an IDE, like a code IDE. Mm-hmm. And you could see it maximize back up and down when you'd click on it, but it'd go to a screen that doesn't exist. Yep. And the, usually the way to fix it is to either close it or if you maximize it back up and you hold down, like you use the shortcut keys to get it moved over to the other monitor. Sometimes that'll work. Sometimes it won't. Sometimes you have to restart. Yeah. And I've had that. that and actually I've had that happen in the same session where like I disconnected my RDP came back into it it was nowhere to be found even though the screen arrangement didn't change i okay that wasn't the one i was thought you were doing i thought you were talking about like remoting in or even when you change plug into from your, your laptop to multiple monitors it'll just rearrange everything oh yeah yeah it's just like come on yeah i Windows just want bad you about that to go back to the locations i set you up on Mac remembers. Like, it'll rearrange whenever you, like, unconnect it back just to go back to your laptop. They didn't used to. They Which, got good at that. They yeah. only started I'm doing that, like, a couple years ago. I'm not saying they've always been like yeah. that. Because that's not something that a lot of people had to worry about before mm-hmm. or think about. But especially in the last year or two, especially in the last year, that's something that people have to think about a lot. Last year, definitely. But I heard about people complain about Apple's, I think, about three years ago. Yeah, I've only really paid attention to it in the last, like, year. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, in the last year, because that's usually, like, most of the time, because I've had Macs for, like, it's, it's five, six years now, but I, they usually were never connected to a monitor, or if they were, it was usually to present, and I needed to rearrange stuff anyways. Mm-hmm. So I never noticed. Yeah, if I ever connected to present, it was the screen I'm showing everybody and then the screen that I'm not. <laughs> it depends. Sometimes I'd mirror it, but most of the time I wouldn't. Oh, no. I don't. I, I despise mirroring. I do it sometimes. Like, especially because, like, 
sometimes it's hard to. I guess if you're looking over your shoulder, like at stuff. Or one, looking over your shoulder, or if you're actually like doing stuff actively to where you actually need like good coordination, because sometimes the screen's just too far away to actually see what you're doing. True. Which kind of brings the question of what you're presenting. Is it even useful to people? Mm -hmm. Sometimes, but sometimes the content doesn't necessarily matter. Like the exact what you're doing doesn't matter it's just the motions but you still need to see what you're doing yourself so you can actually do the motions <laughs> actually you know it'll be great when we, when you upgrade to windows 11 hmm? ie won't be installed anymore no there'll be edge i don't care on that no i have both of them right now yeah i know so do i i have edge on my mac <laughs> and i just whatever edge is fine but i want ie like gone but it's still too baked in I don't know. It might be gone. They might give you an option to install it. No. If it was installed, if you didn't Here's have what you a do. fresh install. When you get Windows 11, yeah. do a fresh install. Yeah. You can pick the the European one <gasps> to install. Ooh. And then I will just have Brave. Yeah. I think. I oh. think you can do that. Actually, how would I? How do I install a browser if I don't have a browser? I don't know. Okay. Europe knows how to do it, apparently. Okay. I actually don't know. That's a good question. Maybe I'll figure it out. Or maybe it doesn't come pre-installed, but like it has like a little option to be like, you look for Internet Explorer, it comes up, and it's like, you need to download this. Would you like to install it? Yeah, because I need to install other stuff. I need a browser so I can... I need a browser so I can get another browser. (laughs) Reasons to use, i.e., Download other browsers. That's the new start menu, though. What do you think of it? It kind of looks like the current one. It reminds me more of Windows 8. I mean... But with far less tiles. Yeah, less tiles, but... And I actually kind of like the current start menu. Because I can pin stuff. I get rid of everything that they put there by default, and then I just pin my own stuff. Mostly because I do this on my work one a lot, because the search just doesn't work. If I search for something, it just sits there. Yeah, I have two, I have two things on here that I actually didn't. I thought I got rid of most of it. But yeah, I usually end up editing the pinned items a lot. Yours is a lot more chaotic than I thought it would be. I don't know why I'm surprised, though, given it's you. Eh, I've gotten rid of a bunch of stuff. Honestly, I don't even use it most of the time. I just, that's what the start or the uh, address or the bar Yes, I agree to a point, but like I don't want my snipping tool down there all the time. And I know there's a hotkey for it, but I use my... huh? Print screen? No. If you do Windows Shift S, it'll bring up the snipping tool. But um, my Mac overrides that when I already pee in, and I like using the Mac one anyways. But occasionally I want to use the Windows one so I can highlight stuff easier. I see. And also anything else I need? I'll just hit start and start typing. What do I want? Do I want to play Rust? Hit start. That's the part that doesn't Type work. Rust. That's the part that doesn't work for me on my on my work one. Ah, which is annoying, very annoying actually. Yeah. But if I use everything, which is a little like search program that indexes, mm-hmm. I get like if you hit like a. Windows space or command space on a Mac, for example, it'll come up with like a little search bar. It comes up with, it's, oh. it's called spotlight. 
And I have something installed that overrides it, so it p- brings up something called Alfred instead, which is a lot more powerful and extendable. But nice. um, that's what everything basically is. And it'll just look for like files and stuff. And I feel like Windows has an add-on that somebody built that does something along that. Mm-hmm. They do. There's an add-on. I don't remember what it's called. I used to have it installed, but I'm happy with the way it works right now. I mean, I would be too if it worked for me. <laughs> True. It works for me. Yeah. It works for me and everything else. That's the first time I've had it not work. I've had it not work sometimes, but not consistently like that. Yeah. It's just never worked for me. That's even how... Like, ever since I got that VM, it's never worked. Uh, I, I don't even really need the calculator installed anymore because start menu, start typing your equation out, and ta-da, answer. Yeah, mine, Alfred does that. Though it doesn't calculate... Like, it won't do square roots, I've noticed, unless mm. I'm just doing it wrong. Will yours do square root? Type SQRT parenthesis. Uh, do 144 and then parenthesis. I'm typing the wrong one somehow. It doesn't matter. I just gave you a number that I knew would calculate oh, to I'm something. T- Let's see. Of which one? 144? Yeah, are you doing parentheses? No, you actually can't do parentheses. If I did, I tried to do open parentheses, oh. and it slapped a close parenthesis on it. I was like, "How about I just type a That's space one forty four? So I do sqrt space one forty four twelve sqrt one forty four. No, that doesn't work for me. Do you put a space I can in enable there? it though. Yeah. Okay. I could I could enable something like that though. Like there's a thing that I can buy called like uh, Power Tools or whatever mm-hmm. for Alfred, which gives you a lot more stuff. Which I probably will buy eventually just because I like the app and I want to support them, but I just haven't got around to it. All right. So, Windows 11. Yay. Yeah. I, I don't know about it. Maybe it'll be good. I'm on board. Yeah, I mean, I might be. I don't know. I'm not going to upgrade immediately, I don't think, just because, I don't know, the Windows upgrades usually don't go all that well. Like, I'll do it with Mac. Like, as soon as the official thing's out, I'll usually upgrade, but mm-hmm. with Windows, like, I've had too many, like, I've been burned too many times by, like, even just, like, normal rolling updates on Windows 10. They'll just break your computer or so, something, a part of your setup randomly. I guess I just have luck with it then. Well, I had, like, a thing, like, a MIDI uh, MIDI, M-I-D-I, MIDI. Mm-hmm. Um, like I had a slider thing for controlling levels and stuff. Yeah. And I got it all set up and everything, and then an update happened, and it just like, like I had it set up to control uh, like my application sounds like individually. Mm-hmm. So I could have like Discord up all the way at some points, and then I could have my music like all the way down. Like you can do that by just going into the sound mixer and doing it yourself, but being able to, I do it manually, but being able to do it on like a physical device and see where the level is without having to click into something is just a lot nicer. Yeah. Anyways, updated, broke that. Um, it actually, I think, broke a lot more stuff too, actually. Yeah. And I think I had to roll back or whatever, but yeah. So I'm probably not gonna, I don't know, where I don't use my that computer all that much, I might upgrade anyways, but it looks pretty at least. I'll admit, it does. Also, do you like the new Teams icon? 
That thing in the middle is a Teams. I thought it was Trello. Well, are you talking about the camera thing? Mm-hmm. Oh, because right next to it, is that Trello? No, I think right next to it, um, on your taskbar, you see how you have Windows, Search, uh, Cortana, and then you have that thing to the next of it? Nope. On the oh. left. On the left. Tre- I got to do something real quick. That's weird. All right. Yeah, it on Spanish. That was weird. Okay, to the left. How left am I going? Oh, this thing. Yes, that's what that Task is. Task viewer. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Well, so go, go back to it. Go back to it. I want to. I'll do it. If you click on your desktop, that's how you do your virtual desktops. It's at the top left. Ah. Oh. So click it. And then there's, but how do I get back? I'll I'll, tra- I'll show you. Isn't there, there's a keyboard shortcut. Yep. And then click into it. Click into one of them. It doesn't matter. I don't care. Click into it. It's all gone now. And then do control windows left, right, I think is what it is. Yeah. That's how you get to Yay. Get to them. And we're I used back. to use that a lot. I used to also. There's also a keyboard shortcut to create one. It's like. I don't. Yeah, con- I know. The windows control N, I think. I don't like use that. it all that often. Usually what I would use it for is just, just to put all my consoles onto one screen and then go back over to where I was. I used to use it a lot. There was, I had big me, jumping projects would be the biggest thing. Yeah, back on one, when I was on Windows 7, I used it a ton. Like I installed a custom one that I could actually like, mm-hmm. I knew all the keyboard shortcuts for to where I could like hold down certain buttons and actually move the thing with it, like move the window over to that one. Yeah. It was nice. I haven't been near that productive on 10. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the shortcut keys are, and I haven't bothered to look them up because I... After a while, like, if you don't use the workspaces for a lot, like the virtual ones, you kind of forget where everything is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And another annoying thing is, like, if you open up... Like, if you had Notepad++ open on, like, Workspace 3, but you're mm-hmm. on Workspace 1... And you open up something that opens up a Notepad++, it'll jump all the way over there, which makes sense to a point, but it's very jarring, at least to me. Mm. I don't like it. I'd rather it, like, I don't know. I know why it does it. It makes sense, but I don't like it personally. Uh, Yeah. Um, Anything else you want to talk about this? Or do you want to go to coins now? Coins. Okay, what about coins? Shiny, shiny. Coins are shiny. Okay, but why? Why shiny? Because they're not real. Do they shine bright like a diamond? No, they shine bright like, uh, but they shine bright like coins, which you should give to your Witcher. I need to finish that game. <laughs> I replayed it like a month ago. Now, two months ago. Got to about as far as I got before I quit. I feel like the new season's getting ready to come out. Yeah, I think so. There's a lot of stuff that's coming out. It's awesome. Rick and Morty came out. Yeah, I haven't watched the last couple of seasons. I be- I wanted to, but... I thought they were going to put it straight to HBO. So it kind of threw me off when it was on Comedy Central. Or not Comedy Central, uh, Cartoon Network first. How was it still? How do you watch it? Well, or can you watch it on Hulu? Actually, now it's HBO. HBO owns the rights to uh, Rick and Morty. I can't keep up. And Hulu... Yeah, Hulu doesn't... uh, I don't think Rick and Morty fell under the Hulu thing like... uh, Who was it? Uh, South Park did. But South Park also jumped to HBO 
anyways. Well, I feel like Rick and Morty was on on Hulu because I think they, that's how I watched it at some point. They were, then they lost it, and I know the last season I bought as they came out. I was like, they'll just buy them. I want to watch them. So as they came out, I got them. Okay. The current one, I honestly didn't find out it come out till like a couple of days ago. So I'm like, oh, I might. I got the notification for it last week. It would be like, hey, this is starting in an hour, which means it's probably starting right now, knowing TV time. But yeah, I used, used to be an issue at I least. I think I got an ad on the third <laughs> saying that it started on the twentieth. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> Like the third of, or you got the, it on the third of July, and it started on the twenty on twentieth of June. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, that seems a little late. Not necessarily. I guess telling I can, you. Yeah. Plus, that means you got a couple of episodes you can watch at once instead of having to wait every single week. True. Which is, I enjoy, but also hate at the same time because it gives you time to think about what's going to happen next. If it's that kind of show. If it's just episodic, then it's whatever. But yeah. A lot of shows these days aren't episodic, though. They have a storyline overall. Right? There's not a lot of episodic shows anymore, is there? So, there can be episodic... Because, like, that's the thing. Is, like, even South Park is still episodic. But they yeah, also... I meant, like, newer stuff. Like brand new stuff not something that's been out for 20 years well south park even stopped being super episodic they started having yeah overarching themes mm-hmm. for a season or even a couple seasons yeah it makes making episodes easier yeah i bet it does because you don't have to be like okay what random thing are we doing this time okay well we have this made we have this major storyline that we are somewhat following we can throw in these little random things here and there yeah and we just progress the plot as it goes. Whereas if it's just completely random, like Scooby-Doo was, for example, you just got to be like, okay, what are they doing this time? What mask are they pulling off? What mask are they not pulling off? Do they do anything this time? <laughs> so, yeah. See, I watch too much Netflix also. I don't think I get into a lot of the episodic stuff. Whatever's episodic is probably the current... Friends, How I Met Your Mother, Big Bang Theory, whatever show that's the super popular thing on TV. They also did like a prequel to Big Bang Theory, didn't they? Sheldon. It's currently on. Mm. I don't like Big Bang Theory. I used to. I, and it I've went, never liked it. It got further than I ever thought. I thought it was too too nerdy for most people. I think that's why I don't like it, because I feel insulted <laughs> yeah, and I've heard when that I watch too. it. Because it's like, they're making fun of my culture. Mm-hmm. And not in a way that I appreciate. Yeah. Like, they're doing it in a way that... And this makes sense for a TV show because, like, they got to appeal to masses. And so, they're, like, doing it in such a way that, like, people will understand. Mm-hmm. This is, and I think they still... They use a laugh track, don't they? Yes, they do. I and hate laugh tracks. I didn't notice it for the longest time. That one and... Uh, I, I can stand it in older shows. Oh, I can't anymore. I used to be okay with it. Now, it's it it's nails on chalkboard. I'm just no, like, No, I, I understand. The only reason why I think I'm okay with it on older shows is because that was just the time period. That's how stuff was. 
and I actually like I think they do it on Sabrina the Teenage Witch, like the live a- live action one. Hmm. I think, but I mostly I think that I can I'm okay with it because I watched it and it was like that, and I was little and I didn't know any better, and so it just doesn't. That's just part of the show for me. Actually, I might be able to get away with that. Yeah, maybe I might be able to tune it up. And mostly too. because Salem is the whole show. Yeah. If the, if Salem wasn't on there, the show just wouldn't be any good. True. Everybody loves a talking cat. <laughs> At least I do. Mostly because he's very... Snarky. Well, he's very snarky, but he's also like... That's just how people... that, Like, he's the most realistic, even though he's a cat. Yeah. Like, he's the one that you can actually relate to to a point yeah because he used to be a witch who could do magic but now he's a cat who can't do magic but knows about it yeah and so all he can do is just lounge around cause mischief and talk about world domination even though he's not supposed to do that (laughs) yeah (laughs) back on the coins yeah coins i don't know how the cryptic ones yes the cryptic ones yes what about them so you were asking about Oh yeah, it was how okay, so NFTs. And those aren't coins. Those are not coins. Those are just those are the other cryptic things though. Yes, the other cryptic things which the I other don't cryptic understand. Things, which you use coins that the coins are the background of your cryptic thing, which is your thing. I don't understand. I don't get it. It's, it hurts. Well me. what you do is you have imaginary stuff that supports imaginary things, which is in your imagination and it all gets wrapped up in a Wonka bar. A Wonka bar or a golden ticket? A Wonka bar. Golden ticket may or may not be included. So if you buy a spammy one, it's the golden ticket. And by the golden ticket, I mean it's just, it's not even a chocolate bar. It is. You don't get it. It is. Because you don't, you don't get anything because it's it's scammy. In your imagination. I mean, it's all in your imagination. It's just... (laughs) This is the scammy ones are not like, at least with the NFTs, there is like a, an, like a perceived idea of it being real because you have maybe something, but with the scammy ones, it's just gone. Okay. What scammy one? What I are don't you know. Talking I've just about? heard that there's a lot of like people have been getting scammed on with NFTs a lot, actually. I don't know how, but it's just stories that I've heard. I don't have enough to back this up. I was like, you're going to have to explain this because, okay, what I have is this almost sounds like the the scary scary internet and the scary darkness. I mean, it very well could be, and it's one of the reasons why I won't do the NFT is like, this is me being an old man, not (laughs) wanting to understand this because I just don't get it, but it's also like, I'm okay not understanding it because it's not actually like hurting me, which again is an old man argument because someone could argue that not knowing how to use the internet isn't hurting you either, but... And in some cases, it might not, but not knowing how to use it can also open you up to being scammed a lot, which exactly. is why elderly people are. But that's because they're using the internet. But if I don't use the NFTs at all, I can't get scammed. Potentially. But right? Can, but, okay, t- but can an old person not use the internet at all? That's not my argument, though. You don't know, but you're saying that if you don't use NFTs, you're safe from them. Because I don't have to use them. Yes. 
I can this, get by without at using this them. point you're in right. time. You're right. But when you're an old man who still don't understand it. At that point, and if NFT, like, I'm pretty sure if I get to that point, I'll understand it. Does an old an person attempt. understand that, or do all old people understand? Do all people, I don't need old people, do all people understand the internet? No. Can you not use the internet? Technically, yes. But realistically, <laughs> in most cases, no. If you the, use, that's not my argument. Yeah, no, if you use a credit card, you're using the internet. Even Indirectly, at, yeah. Yeah. Like, it is impossible to not use the internet. Yeah, that's, that's why I was saying in most cases, you're correct. I could think of a couple of ways where you couldn't, but you'd basically have to be off-grid or in a city where... And by city, I mean probably like in a developing country. Yes, there's internet there, but you could actually get by without actually using it. Realistically. It is it is plausible. It is plausible because... It is nothing that people, that many people want to do. It's not want to do, it's just more of a... We want our convenience? Hmm? We want the convenience? Yeah, basically. All right, so NFTs. Yes, NFTs. Are... All right, let's even step back further. Coins, crypto coins. coins, crypto coins, are a representation of an item, of a currency, of a coin. It yes. has value because people say it does. Yes, just like real things, like let's say you're on an island mm-hmm. all by yourself, mm-hmm. and you have this. Actually, yeah, and you have this spending machine. You can push one of the buttons on this vending machine. Mm-hmm. And first day there, mm-hmm. you, you walk up the vending machine. You're like, well, what, what is there? Well, there's water, there's a sandwich, and there's bars of gold. All right. What is actually worth the most in that vending machine? Either the water or the food. No, the bars of gold are worth the most, period. Ah, no, yeah, no, no, no. You perceived. didn't clarify. Yeah, no, perceived. No, I said no. I, I did. I a very specific. Not worth most to you. I said what is worth the most, not what's the worth the most to you at this moment. What is physically worth the most in that vending machine? The bars of gold. If you're well, talking monetarily speaking, yeah, yeah. What is worth the most to you at that moment? That's a different question. Depends on what in what aspect. Day one on the island. That doesn't matter. You get a gallon of water, a sandwich, It all depends or on, the, con- on the context. If you asked me what is worth more to me... Now, I didn't say what is worth more to you the first no. time. Okay, what is worth more? I would be like, okay, do you mean what is worth more to me or what's worth more if this were to be for sale? No, I didn't say to you, though. Like, I know that, but I would have value. asked that. Okay, physical value. What is physical worth Physical value, more? the gold. Yes. Maybe. No. There's no maybe on that. No. Gold? As of right now, sure. Yes. Maybe later in the future when there's like a replicator or whatever, uh, maybe gold, and it can only replicate organic, like inorganic stuff. True. Then gold probably isn't as valuable. Whereas this sandwich, okay, the water is, is also inorganic, so it would technically <laughs> be replicatable too, but then you get into whatever. All right. So physically absolute worth the most is the gold. Monetarily speaking, yes. But what? But you're on an island by yourself, and you only get mm-hmm. to push that button once a day. Mm-hmm. What's the most important thing to you? Either the water or the food. Yeah, exactly. And 
depending on how easy it is for me to build a fire, probably the food. Yeah. Because you could desalinate the water a little bit. Or if there's a spring. Mm-hmm. So, depending on, or depending on how much water but you maybe get maybe I could use the gold bar as a weapon to protect myself. So maybe it is more important. Maybe. Depend. How big is this gold bar? A standard like something you'd find in a bank. Yeah. Okay. The, the, what you see in the movies. When you see stacks of gold, the, that bar right there. Okay, the size. We'll go with the size. Because the stuff you see in the movies is probably spray painted. True. Uh, either wood or styrofoam. <laughs> yeah, no, they got to move it, so it's not rocks. Could be rocks. It could be a hollow rock. So. Probably not. That is why. So having the worth to I, the no, coins. I, I understand that. I understand the coins to a point. Also, just because real money's like that too. It the bank does has not value because it's perceived to have value. And also, the bank doesn't have all your money in the bank. No, but it's supposed to have a good chunk of it. Well, like a quarter of it, maybe. Under American laws. Yeah. So that you can't do a run on the bank. Yeah. As much. So now we have coins. Yep, now, coins. saying on the coins, NFTs. NFTs initially were a digital representation of a video, a picture, or something along those lines. It has evolved way past that now. I like your idea with NFTs. Is So this is a one specific copy of the item. Mm-hmm. What would be great with this is games and movies. Games, and movies, music. music, anything that has DRM. Yeah. Basically it is. It's DRM built in because this is super identifiable and trackable. So which means I go and buy my song. They go, here's your song. It is yours. We cannot take it away from you. And unless you lose it... Or sell it. Or sell it. Because this would theoretically let you sell it. Yes. Then it is physic- It is physically mine. And which goes back, like you said, now I, I, I bought this game. This is my game. I can now resell this game. Mm-hmm. Brings a secondhand market to mm-hmm. digital stuff, which mostly doesn't exist at all. There are some exceptions. Yes. So this could create... This also goes with what I... This could also create it very, very generically, too. Yeah. Not have to rely on a the same service that you bought it from. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Which should also be way more trustworthy, too. Mm-hmm. Well, transparent. Basically, you're not going to lose access to it if the service... Like, if you bought, like, a Nintendo Wii game, for example, and Nintendo shuts their servers down, which has already happened, but um, you won't lose access to it. Like, like if you never downloaded it, and that's you where, just won't have where it. Where DeFi comes in, decentralized finances. Mm-hmm. So that's where everybody works on the same thing. Yeah, and I could get around, like I could get behind that, and if NFTs eventually go to that, or if they evolve into that, because that's essentially what they are anyways, mm-hmm. then I'd be okay with it, and I actually would be 100% behind this because it would make owning stuff digitally somewhat worthwhile again. Well, actually, just worthwhile at all. It'd be worthwhile. It'd be like owning a physical CD, or it'd be less so, just because I think still owning something physically means more, just because 
especially for someone who has an issue with out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. You know it exists at least. Like I can actually see it. If we can get to the point where AR can be like, you can see stuff at least, then it might be okay. I see. Yeah. Or I have an assistant that's like, hey, you have this thing. Did you forget about it? No. Yes. Maybe. Maybe. So back on the, Mm -hmm. you can lose this thing. So that's where you're, you were talking about being scammed. Then that's what has been identified is that the people are going to their location where their NFT is stored Mm -hmm. and it's not there. And this is, here's the real world. Like yeah, equivalent, and say you're really, really stupidly rich, mm-hmm. and you go to uh, the the auction and you buy your painting from this place. Well, along with your painting comes its storage in its temperature controlled, humidity controlled thing for all of time and eternity. One of those super expensive, secretive places that you see in like all the spy movies yeah no i I get it (laughs) yeah basically a vault yeah it basically so you have bought this painting and you have bought the rights of it being stored in this vault Mm -hmm. and being protected Mm -hmm. well it can still get broken into it can still get stolen it can still get burned to the ground or it could also just never have been there Ooh, <laughs> and you may not like. That's what I thought you were going with. It could be. It could have not been there. It could have. You saw it, and it just shifted off to a different location. Never made it to its storage location. Yeah, and unless you actually checked, which, let's be honest, if you bought a painting like that and you bought something like that, you may have just bought it for investment purposes, anyways. Yeah. And so you may have not actually cared about it. Which, in that case, I think you're. You get what you deserve, I think, at that point. <laughs> yeah. Because you bought a piece of art that you're not letting people enjoy. And but. so with the NFTs going missing, this is where people are going. Some people are probably missing storage for all of time and eternity. Well, let's think about this. Uh, no, not not nothing, not that realistic. No, yeah. just not going to happen, mm-hmm. at least not with our current technology. So I don't think it'll ever. Like, everything, in order for that to happen... Even with any technology, I think it would have to be somewhat... It'd have to be decentralized in some way. Yeah. Whether that be it actually just exists in the ether or whatever. Like, it's not like you don't have a physical server somewhere. It's just... It's just replicated everywhere. Like, it's basically a a redundancy system that just... There's little pieces or parodies of it everywhere. Which, we'd have a... I think we'd have a long way to go before we got there, but that's yeah. And, uh, and but also the other thing. So also with like, uh, was it Charlie bit my finger when the NFT of it was sold? I thought people were like, well, you just bought the video. No, it th- that's something else. Is NFTs aren't just the you know this one single representation of it. It's also a deed. This is the deed to your house. This is the deed to That's Charlie. That's the part I don't my- necessarily understand, especially with a YouTube like viral video. Just because... The creator who owned the rights to this mm-hmm. sold the deed. But there's deed. copies of it everywhere. There is copies to it everywhere. But it's, it's like music. It's like everything else. Yes, the music is out there. Everyone's listened to it. But somebody owns it. 
So the creator of Charlie Bit My Finger gave up the rights to the production and the use of this video by selling it to somebody else. They just happen to have... But they sell little pieces of it to a bunch of people, whereas, at least with music, there is someone who owns the main rights to it. Technically, the video is the same thing. They own the main rights to this video. Who? The creator. Yes, but they so- they literally sold it off, though. They did, with the NFT, correct. Which is different from music, where you still, like, if you have, if your publishing company is Sony, even though you, like, if I publish music and you buy it, you mm-hmm. own a piece of it, the main person who owns it is still Sony. Yes. So what and happens... will usually always be Sony so unless that, it's transferred. And, but that's the other thing. So that is what... So then Sony takes the the, the original ownership of the song and they sell it off to somebody else. So now that person gets to make profit off of this song. Mm-hmm. That is all that happened with Charlie Bit My Finger. That's all that happened. That's another way that NFTs is they are the deed to yeah, the it's item. So different. Like I get Why is it your, different? I get your analogy, but like, because let's say you have like a thousand, like a a one percent ownership of it. Okay. What can you do with that one percent ownership of it besides selling it to someone else? Like selling mean, that piece. You mean like stocks or DAOs? You you actually are walking into decentralized autonomous organizations. But how how am I walking into that? Because decentralized autonomous organizations are NFTs on an organization scale that you are selling off partial ownership of a company, a thing. It's basically stocks. I know. It's, I guess maybe that's why I'm also having a hard time with it because I don't really un- – like I get the idea of stocks, but I'm not su- – like the reason why I'm not wanting to get into stocks all that much is because, one, I don't want to babysit it, but two, I just feel like they're way more complicated and – there's a reason for that because like if you really get invested into it you can really kind of make a killing on it but you also can lose everything. Oh, you can lose everything. You, if if you get into day trading you are basically gambling. Well, you're Actually, gambling no, with stocks anyways. Are. It's just yeah. some is more intelligent. The the difference between like normal like with day trading, yeah, you're right. You're essentially gambling and you should be prepared to lose that money. Mm. Whereas with stocks, yes, you should be prepared to lose the money that you're putting in, but you should also you also have a like, expectation at least getting some of it back. Depending on how whereas spread with, it is. Yeah, yeah. Whereas with like gambling, like day trading with gambling, like you go to the poker table or blackjack table, whatever, you put down twenty dollars, okay, I'm gonna go with a hundred because no one does twenty dollars. Maybe some people do, but... I do. <laughs> I Basically, <laughs> you, you go there and you just expect to lose it. Like, you're just playing to have fun, mm-hmm. essentially. And with people who day trade, most of the time, that's not what they want to do. They don't usually want to have fun unless they're... Some people do, but yeah. most of the time, you're in it to actually make money. And it's to me, that just seems like it'd be too stressful. It, well, some people do find that fun, though. Yeah, some people do. But that's... Yeah. But so the the non-centralized stuff. What is this? Or, or the decentralized? Yeah, autonomous, the decentralized. Decentralized stuff. Same, same thing. autonomous organizations, the DAOs. Yeah, they're basically stocks. You are your partial owner of the thing. Now this is about how how def- the thing can be as big. As the entire organization, as Microsoft, a stock and a piece of stock in Microsoft, 
It can also be as small as that perfume scent. Or that song. That one song that Sony owns, Mm -hmm. I'm partial owner of that song also. Sony owns... Sony has allowed me to purchase a piece of that song, which also means when that song, we all agree what happens with the song. We can, we, if we agree together, if we vote on this song and we go, we don't want it released. Yeah, it'd be, it it'd be like a, a split vote Yeah, that uh, they have to do. And then if it, it's voted that, oh, yes, majority says sell it or, or release it to the public for profit. Now, I own, let's say I own 1% of this, this song. That means all I get one percent of profit mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. because I'm one percent owner of it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the more of, of that of that song I bought, the bigger my investment, the larger my income of it. So you know, perfume. That's actually one thing that's going on too, is that there is the sense of the metaverse. There, people are selling NFT or partial ownership of a scent. So everyone that buys in. These people create the scent, and then they can decide what they want to do with the scent. They can either keep it, lock it up, or sell it. Like a perfume scent? Mm-hmm. And to be clear, it's the formula for the scent, not necessarily that they spray it once, and that's the scent that they have ownership of. It is, yeah, this, it is okay. this particular make of this. Yeah, it is not. So it's the product. It's not the col- this particular color of purple. It. Though that but could be it's, totally it's the, plausible. Well, I mean, that's a product too. Yeah. Because I think you can, I'm pretty sure and you can patent color names. Yeah. So scent of the metaverse and it's Rook Perfumes that's doing it. Ro- oh, Rook. Rook. I thought they said rock. It's only one letter off. Yeah, we actually burned through a lot of this. So we are way over on our time. Yeah, we're a little bit over, yeah. Totally. Um, so are the DAOs different than what the nft thing that i was talking about where like the have the second hand like digital sell-off thing second hand market for digital items i can sell my piece of stock that think of okay here's the here think of dows okay no that think makes sense I get as it. a stock a, sh- a stock share yeah that makes sense i get it so, so and, yes and once the, again, answer, the answer is yes no because the nft i think it's yes the NFT is the lease on the house. Mm-hmm. I have oh. the lease on my house. There is not multiple owners. I am the sole owner of this NFT deed on this house. Never mind. Well, I think it could still. But instead of owning, like selling partial stuff, like you'd be selling the entire thing. Yeah. It'd be like selling off the company to a single en- entity. True. So I think I think so, yes. So a DAO, a, de- uh, a decentralized autonomous organization, could technically sell one hundred percent. Microsoft could sell, all, you know, cash out all its shares and say, Bill Gates is buying them all up, or whoever. And I, then they are the sole owner of the thing. Goes back to IBM. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, the, so the thing is can really takes what stocks are and it enlarges the how much of the because obviously if sony sells a song off to this to be uh to the uh as a DAO, yes sony is the creator of it but they're not the sole owner of this one song 
but it is still fall on it could still fall under the Sony umbrella. Which means Sony could actually have so many of these micro things which can cause headaches eventually because that's why the Batman uh this series I think it got on DVD finally or digital purchase I don't know it never made it on VHS because there were like five or six owners of that and when Batman the series came on the air VHS wasn't even or going to be invented for decades oh like so they had to get all these owners together and make a negotiation of who's going to make the profit who's are we allowing this to happen and you have to get all of the owners together to do this because the rights were for broadcast Mm -hmm. only nothing else which is all they used to care about yeah and now there's, and that's the other thing. Even even music and certain TV shows even had that going. Like, oh, we want to release into digital format. Well, when the show was made, digital was not on the horizon at all. We, if there's multiple owners, have to come together to figure out the publication rights for mm-hmm. that. Or and if they sold off, if they sold it early, like I think there's stuff like Seinfeld or Friends might have some have different digital broadcast rights versus the actual owners of the of it yeah like uh it, like a more recent show um i think sci-fi had the expanse at first yeah but they only had the rights to the first showing ah and since most people were not doing that like because it was really hard because i think the only way to really watch sci-fi was to have like a cable subscription of some kind mm. or satellite which is cable, but whatever. Yeah. Um, and most people, I think, were pirating it because that was the only way they could watch it. Yeah. And that they weren't. Yeah, they they dropped it because of that. Even though it was really popular, they weren't getting they weren't getting their investment out of it mm-hmm. as much as they wanted. So they had to drop it. And I think that's why Amazon picked it up. But yeah, it happens with new shows too. Like, and I think it's like companies are starting to realize that that's not something you want to do anymore. Like, you don't want just the broadcast rights. You want at least some kind of, like, ongoing stuff. Yeah. Not just something that's temporary. Yeah. But maybe not. I don't know. Okay. Right. We done? Yes. We be done. Okay. You have any fa- famous last words? Mm, I did, but they're gone. All right. I think I forgot my original famous last words. My new famous last words are 11 is forever. All right. I remember what it was. Okay, what was it? Do you know that bees communicate by dancing? Do they? Yeah, that's how bees are. What are bees are? That's how bees are. <laughs>